Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Please go ahead. Hey, everybody. Um, just uh, very quickly, as we talk here tonight about NXT TakeOver 30, as I said the other day, hard to believe this is number 30. Um, thinking about it as we went through the day and seeing Corey Graves here and, um, you know, William Regal being here and just reminiscing through uh, the first arrival to where we are today. It's been an incredible ride, an incredible journey. And before we get started, I'd just like to thank everybody that's been a part of it from the talent to the crew to, um, you know, just everybody that's been here to be a part of this and to continue this dream and help, uh, help all these talent and help their, uh, their, you know, dreams, uh, become reality and, and, um, and just continue this process. So I thought we had an unbelievable show tonight. I thought we continued with the tradition of, of takeovers delivering, um, something different on a lot of different levels you know, from, from wrestling matches to, you know, straight up technical wrestling matches uh, to ladder matches that were just incredible to the women tearing it up to, for the first time ever, somebody from the outside, so to speak, and Pat McAfee coming in and just wowing everybody and silencing critics all the way through to Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, new champion. Um, so with that, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll open it up to the questions. I thought we had a spectacular night. I'm very proud of everybody. And uh, let's go to the first caller. Hi, right, everybody. We can keep it to uh, one question per outlet, please. Thank you very much. And everyone, again, it is star one to ask a question. We're going to first to Kenny McIntosh inside the ropes. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Paul. How's it going? I'm hey, good. How are you? Tonight. Um, obviously, I want to – I'm good. Thank you. It's uh, 3 a.m. here in the U.K., but I'm, I'm keeping going. I've got the coffee. Um, but um, it was a great show tonight. Uh, Pat McAfee was, <laughs> uh, was a big part of it, and like you said a minute ago, he silenced critics. And I guess a lot of people are going to be wondering 
how much more we're going to see of him in NXT. Is, is he going to be a regular? Is he someone who... Because a lot of times when outside people come in, they do one or two matches and we never see them again. What is Pat's status and could we see more of him? So, um, I think with Pat, you know, one of the first times I ever met Pat, he, um, he looked at me and he said, uh, hey, I want to be a... This was his terms. He said, I want to be a weapon for you, man, and I want you to... Uh, to, to grab it and utilize it. And, and I want to be here. I want to, I want to be a talent and I want to go. And I thought he meant as an announcer. Um, it isn't what he meant. And, um, you know, Pat has every intention of, um, of doing this and, and being, a, a not only an NXT superstar, but at, at the time is right, a WWE superstar in pull and, and just, I'm really doing this. And, and, you know, he has a lot of other commitments from his podcasts, uh, to everything else he does. He has a lot of commitments and a lot of things across the board, but he's very serious about this and um, we'll see where it goes. You know, um, when, when, uh, when we first talked about this process from the in-ring having the match uh, idea of it, he said to me, let's, let's, uh, let's remember this phone call and you can tell this story of my, when, you, uh, when you do my Hall of Fame speech. Uh, Pat doesn't like for confidence and um, that's amazing. And I, I, you know, to me, he showed why he is the elite athlete on the level that he's at. He showed why he had so many full rides in college and so many different sports. He showed why he played, um, you know, professional sports at the highest levels and has succeeded in all the things that he has done. He has the personality. He's got to get the gab. He is, uh, has the charisma. He's got the, he's got all of it. Um, he's a heat magnet. And, uh, and, and when you add an incredible athlete on top of that and just a gift to have a feel for the business, what he wants to do, he can do. And, um, you know, I'm here to help him do it. And uh, I'm, uh, I look forward to that future. If, you know, if, if, I don't know what it'll be, but um, we're going to have that conversation. And uh, I, I can certainly say I do not believe at all that it is the last time that you will see Pat McAfee step through those ropes and do what he does. Um, I think, like I said, he silenced a lot of critics tonight, a lot of people that were in the, ugh, the celebrity camp um, left with a different opinion when he stepped out of that ring. And I also will say my hat's off to Adam Cole. Uh, having done this before, getting in the ring with somebody who it's their first match ever um, and and working with them, it, it takes a lot. And there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that, that has to be done. And um, Pat, and, and Adam tore it up. Adam is the consummate pro. I've said that numerous times. I can't say it enough um, on every level from a leader in the back to, uh, to just, just a pro on every level. And he showed it again tonight, why he is, um, you know, as much as anybody, he is NXT and, and um, could be more proud of what he did in the ring tonight with Adam, uh, with uh, Pat. So my hats off to both of them, to Pat McAfee, just respect and to Adam Cole the same on, on a, just a ring general standpoint. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Our next, our next question today comes from Mike Johnson, pwinsider.com. Hey, Mike. Paul, great show tonight. Great show tonight. You guys should Thank be really you. proud of yourselves. Um, Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, there was a bit of a surprise announcement with the uh, September return of NXT UK. I was wondering what, you, what uh, insight you could give to us about the return of the show, logistics of staff who were based in America going over there to work, 
uh, and whether the originally planned takeover that got pushed back to October is uh, still on the books or if that's been pushed back again to a date to be determined given all the logistics of everything in a COVID world. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I believe, um, I don't know that that T's have been crossed and I's have been dotted on, on October yet, but I believe that that will get postponed even further. Um, and it, again, it might've already been, that might already be a done, done deal. I'm not, I just, in this moment cannot uh, recall, uh, but um, I look forward to the brand starting back up. You know, we, uh, our partnership with BT started um, before all of this happened with COVID and they've been amazing partners and um, they are just really engaged in the brand. And as this was going down and, and everybody got into the COVID world and things got into lockdown and we started to think, okay, what, what, what kind of ha- is going to happen on the other side of this? We had started conversations before COVID hit around working closer with BT and using their studios in London. They're right in the heart of London. They are truly um, London-based in, in a, you know, in a, in a worldwide global city. And um, they have amazing studios there. And, uh, you know, that came back onto the table, and, uh, and here we go. So we will be uh, setting up there. One of, one of the things that is awesome about it is we can take every safety protocol um, and every precaution that we can with talent there. We'll be working with minimal staff there, and we will be digitally from here um, sort of engaging with everything over there. So all our teams there will be on the ground working together, but in, you know, restricted fashion and, and with all the safety protocols and the rest of us will be here digitally working with them sort of, you know, not the most tech guy in the world, but in a virtual standpoint, we will be here. Sean Michaels will be here. I will be here. Uh, Matt Bloom, different coaches. We'll have directors here. We'll have uh, producers and people working from here, working through their studios. They will be able to see us live on uh, giant video walls and we will be able to see them and uh, go through everything with them as if we were there in person, but we will be over here. Um, A little bit for me, that's a little bit all outside of my technical wheelhouse, but everybody assures me it will work and it will be amazing to see. It's very futuristic, but I I look forward to the experience and to doing it. And uh, again, I can't say enough about our partners at BT and I look forward to uh, putting back out there, uh, the, the amazing product that is NXT UK. And I think that uh, it's only going to get better and better. The talent there are amazing. We're going to continue to to build that up. When we can, we'll get back into takeovers and everything else that makes that brand uh, everything it can be. And hopefully when, uh, when the time is right, we'll be back over there too because of some of my favorite fans in the world and I can't wait to get back there in person. So, you know, I, I will say that for this across the board from a takeover standpoint, God, and I miss fans. God, I miss, I miss them. You know, I can't state it enough. As as hard as we're all working to try to make this special and something for them and incredible and for them to watch it at home, man, having them here and and that energy and that drive and you know blow the roof off the place and there's just moments in time where you know something would just be epic and that it will blow the roof off of the place and. Um, you know, it's just not everything that it can be. Talent are killing it. They're, I mean, giving every single thing they have to make this epic. The production crew giving it every single thing they have. 
all of it, the writing team, everybody. I mean, it is just a team effort, and everybody is doing every single thing they can uh, to make this happen. Uh, but I tell you, we cannot wait. Cannot wait to have you back in person. Well, let's hope it happens sooner than later. And uh, thank you for the time, and uh, congratulations to your crew again. Thank you very much. Next up is Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful. Hey, Paul, thank you for taking Thanks for taking the time. Uh, it looked like Karrion Cross's shoulder may have been hurt at some point during this match. Now, I don't know if maybe that's just him get, being really good at his job or if something happened, but there were a lot of question marks around that. Is, is he okay? And, I mean, how's yeah. he feeling? I, I, wish, I wish I could say as good as he is at his job. I wish I could say that he was just really good at his job. I really do wish I could say that. Um I'm going to have to uh, find out, you know, we'll get him an MRI and everything right now. It looks like he separated his shoulder um, somewhere in that match. I knew it was hurt. I knew he was hurt. He wanted to continue. Uh, medical team was watching him and felt like he could continue. They felt like they knew it was a separated shoulder and to the degree that it was um, by looking. So they were comfortable with him continuing. Um, you know, he's tough, man. And and there's not, not much more I can say about that to, to go through that with Keith Lee, who's a big boy. And, um, you know, when, you're, when your shoulder is uh, separated like that, it's not easy. It's very painful. And uh, he got him through it and he got to the end. I know he's uh, bittersweet because he's ecstatic in the moment. He is excited in the moment. This is a dream come true for both him and Scarlett. They have worked an entire career you get to this moment and i can tell you that from the bottom of his heart because he and i've had that conversation since the first day um so to him to get here in talking to him earlier in the day what he almost felt like was this crazy surreal moment where they the two of them both he and scarlet kept saying it's hard to it's hard for us to uh, believe we're in the, here in this moment and it's hard for us to even envision that we are like they kept waiting for it to change today or for something to happen that would change everything um, and then you know you, you get to that moment and it's some with the uncertainty of something like this in the end um, man and my heart breaks for him uh, I know everybody here does but we'll see where he's at and we're gonna he's, he's, he's in the back cooling off Doc's with him uh, they're going through everything, and uh, as soon as we can can get them in a facility, we'll get them in an MRI, and, and then uh, we'll see where everything goes. Hopefully, it's um, it's not too crazy, and we can, uh, we can figure out how to work around it or work through it or whatever that is. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure that out. So you know, on one hand, uh, congratulations to him, and an epic just beginning, and and he's just delivered on every level to get to this point and have it sort of derail in the middle when he really felt like this was the moment where he was going to be, you know, for him, all the buildup and the hype and all the other stuff. Great. And now I'm going to show them that I can deliver on it. And then it sort of unraveled for him in the middle. Um, but, you know, like I said, he gutted through it and, and here we are. My hat's off to Keith Lee, um, you know, consummate pro and again i can't say enough good stuff about keith lee he's just been such a an incredible part of this and a leader in the locker room and everything else and i'm going out there tonight and then you know when a guy gets hurt like that uh you're trying to do everything you can to to keep it together and 
get through it and keep him safe and get where you need to go. And he did an amazing job of it. So hats off to both unfortunate end to the show of what was a spectacular night, but you know, uh, as the saying goes, not that ballet isn't hard, but it ain't ballet, right? It's the physical business and people get hurt and, and that's where we are. Thank you, Paul. Hope he heals up soon. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. Next is Nick Hausman, Wrestling Inc. Hey, Nick. Hi, Paul. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, no problem. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you about um, from the past Wednesday night. Um, on the on the last call we had, you did comment on the Velveteen Dream situation, but um, the hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream did uh, still trend after Wednesday night. Do you want to uh, say anything to the fans who still don't feel content with the investigation WWE had or comment on if any of the accusers were included in the investigation process? I mean, we've, we've talked about this. We've set our piece on it. I understand people's positions and their feelings of something that they really just are seeing accusations online. So, um, I, I feel like there's nothing that needs to be said more on it. And again, um, that's it. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for the time, Paul. Yep. Next up is Jim Barcelona, Miami Herald. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Another great Hello, show Jim. tonight. Thank you guys so much. NXT 30, TakeOver 30. So uh, I'm wondering with Scarlett, she adds so much. She adds so much to the show with Carrie and, are there any, I guess, plans or in the back burner of having her compete, having her wrestle, or right now where she is, that's where you see her and want her? I mean, I think she is a very talented young lady that can do just about anything. And um, I think that is the that's sort of kind of the magic of what she can do is that you can Un- unveil parts to her character. You can un- uncover layers to who she is um, and all of that. And she does all of it so well. You know, she's uh, she's what we would, on the television side, call a cutaway machine in a way. You can just constantly go to her at ringside at any point in time, and she's going to be giving you a great reaction. She's always in the right place. She's She just adds so much to it. Um, but I think that she has a skill set that she really can go anywhere. She's so... Uh, multifaceted as a performer and I really look forward to as as time goes on seeing where she evolves to what she wants to do where she wants to get to um if it you know if, if and when we get to the point where she's in the ring uh competing it'll be it'll be great because I've seen her do that too she's she's an amazing talent thank you up next we'll hear from William Pritchard WrestleZone hey William Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, so I wanted to ask uh, about having, you know, everybody's been talking about roster moves recently and moving up down, but you have Breezango back in the fold, and Tyler Breeze was, you know, one of the highlights of the early years of NXT, and... I just wanted to know your your feelings on having him not only back on the brand, but, you know, getting a chance to, do you feel like you're getting a reboot with him? Do you feel like he adds, you know, more to the program with Fandango as a team? Or, you know, do you feel like 
you want to see more guys switch brands. I know on Wednesday's call you, you said it, um, there's a lot of stock in, you know, seven hours of TV. You can't really pick and choose who you want. It kind of makes sense to work out. But is it something that you want to follow up on more in the future, especially with, like, guys that maybe aren't being utilized on the other two shows? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think everybody's career is going to have ups and downs. I think there's going to be moments in time when you're on top and you, you know, when you're in the middle, when you're, when you're not, when you're used a lot, when you're not used quite as much. And that, that is the long-term position that we're in. And I, I think you see that across the board, but wherever talent that have that ability can add the most value, I think is, is where they should be. So to me, that's the exciting thing about having this and, you know, having, you know, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, having all of that programming, and, and even then some, when you talk about the UK and, and everything else that we're, we are doing now and will be doing in, in the near future, um, you know, you, you, you just create opportunities, and, and you go to one place, it's not everything that anybody wants it to be, and you have the opportunity to go to a new territory, so to speak, um, within the same uh, company and, and reboot yourself. And I think that you will see that in the years to come across the board. I think you will see talent move from raw to SmackDown and have a rebirth. I think you've seen that, um, you know, even, even in the brands now where you, you know, Apollo Crews was in a different role and then he switched and, and, and that's a giant change for him. I think you see it. I, th- I just think you'll see it everywhere. And I, and I think that's a great thing for talent. It's all opportunity. And then, um, you know, once you're there and you get that opportunity, how do things pan out creatively for yourself or for, you know, what you can accomplish and, and what uh, is it? You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech accomplished with you uh, that will always be ups and downs but I think the opportunity to do it in multiple places just makes makes that uh, where everybody can see, succeed someplace across the board and, and have long term careers that are very meaningful um, without that burnout factor long term yeah, thanks very much for your time thank you We'll hear next from Jack Hudson, the Inner Sanctum. Hi, Paul. Thank you very much hey, for your time. Congratulations on a great show. Thank you very much. Um, I wanted to wanted to talk a bit about Bronson Reed, um, especially in that ladder match. He had a couple of amazing spots. Um, how remarkable was it to see um, a guy of that size be able to do those things in the ring and even a ladder match? Yeah, I mean, he's incredible, right? That's why he was in there. But one of the things that I liked best, you know, about that, and, and even the show tonight, you, you saw 
saw a lot of different things, but you also saw a lot of people get opportunities that haven't had them before. So you, you see Finn Balor um, in there with Timothy Thatcher having a totally different kind of match and just going in there and putting on a wrestling clinic, you know, technical wrestling clinic. And, and, uh, and, and in my opinion, just tearing it up. Now that, that's a different style for everybody. Um, but it's, it's fresh and it's new and it's different. And, and that for Thatcher, that's a, a, an amazing opportunity. You, you go to the ladder match and you see all the people in there that are getting that success and getting that opportunity at that level. Um, you know, you, you have the veterans in there, but then to see a Damian Priest who comes out as North American champion, to see uh, a Bronson Reed that gets the opportunity, not only on the lead into this, but in the match itself to become a star. And to me, al- along the last you know month or so, and tonight, Bronson Reed stamped himself as 100% certified a star. Cameron Grimes stamped himself 100% certified a star. Um, those are big moments for me. You know, Damian Priest did as well. Those are big, you know, um, coming to the table moments and, and earning your your space there and earning your seat at the table. And, and they all did that tonight. It's one thing to set it up. It's one thing to get them there and then for, for them to earn it in that moment. I was really uh, proud of all of them tonight and, and they just took it to a whole nother level. And, and then, you know, even Candace getting involved in that, which was <laughs> just uh, you know, in, insane and awesome. I loved it. And, and so it, that's a great showcase for everybody involved and really kind of, to me, showcase the depth of what we have when you can, when you can bring that level of talent to the table, they deliver at that level. And you're still not even talking about a lot of the top stars in the, in the, in the brand. Yeah. FTF. Yeah. Thank you very much. And congratulations again. Thank you so much. Next up is Alistair McGeorge, Metro UK. Hi, Paul. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Ready to go to bed soon, I think. um, Yeah. Great show tonight and obviously a big title change so soon into Keith Lee's kind of first reign. So I was just wondering, obvious question, but where does Keith Lee go from here? Well, I think that's the thing that you have to watch now, right? Like, and and so... um, you know, things, things don't just happen. They're there for a reason. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's storytelling across the board and, and, um, and things happen for a reason. So uh, my, uh, my thing now was, I, I, you know, I don't want to give anything away. So you, you just have to watch now. And, uh, but Keith is a star certified star. Um, and I think that he, has proved that over the last year. I think he's proved that over the last few months and, and it's a, a, a piece of a storyline. You know, sometimes I, I think in, in um, today's moment in time, people are just, they just react to the moment and that's understandable, but knowing where things are going and knowing when you watch them through for the next uh, following months, you see like, Oh, okay, great. I, I understand why all of this happened. And, um, you know, sometimes those things change. Obviously, there was injuries tonight, too. And, and those pieces all, you know, the, the, that changes dynamics of everything. But but people will understand over time that here's why things were done in the way they were. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for your time. Thank you. I'll go to Alex McCarthy, TalkSport UK. Hey, Alex. Hi, Paul. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yourself? 
Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah, a great show. Uh, I particularly thank you. Love the ladder match that's in there, and um, I know we had Sina Gargano involved in doing two more of the established stars. I would guess in that match, uh, you went with Damian Priest as the winner, but like you said, breakout performances for for Bronson Reed, and uh, you know it's just a, a great match really. Where you could have gone in a number of directions. Um, so with the other three that are in the match, how much consideration did you give to? So who was going to go go over, I guess? And do you always have plans for Priest, or was it really hard to decide once you uh, started putting this match together? So I think you know you, you would say that when you first put all this together, you have a definitive idea of where you want to go with it, and then as it's taking place over the weeks, you start to second guess yourself. You know, you start to see different things happen, and you start going like, "Wow, geez, man, this really the, the 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 greatest thing happens is what you see." Talent, like you said, when you when you talk about those three breakout stars, I think you could look at it and we could have put it on Priest and people would have gone, oh my God, that was the right call. It's so good. Uh, I think you could have put it on Cameron Grimes and he would have had incredible heat with it and would have done really incredibly well with it and and uh, done something special with it. You also could have could have done it with Bronson and people would have felt like it was great with all the momentum that he had. Right? Now, those are those are choices that as you get closer you start going like geez man i want to i want to look at this again and make sure i'm doing the right thing here um but but damian priest uh you know he's he's a, a talent that it's funny i used to watch him places and think like and he's got all this charisma and all this ability and all this stuff and, they, and he really just kind of they neutral him everywhere and he, he's never really fully given the opportunity to shine and he came in here and took him a little bit of while to get his footing. And in the last, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm not terrible with time. So in the last you know, six months or so, maybe a little bit more than that, he has really come into his own where I feel like he's, he's not playing the role anymore. He's just, he just is. And um, to me, that's when this is the best when, when guys just are. And uh, you know, even when I see him, Backstage, I see him walking around, and I see him everywhere. He just is Damian Priest now, and that, that is the magic of it for me. And um, I think that fans see that. I and mean, whether they can articulate it or not, I think they feel it. And that's the thing to me. It's a feel business. And when, when you can feel that, when you can feel that authenticity from, from somebody like him to where he can, he can be himself. And being yourself sometimes is the hardest thing to do in this business. Sometimes it's not a good thing. Sometimes it's a great thing. Being himself he just happens to be a larger than life personality of a person. So when he can just, when he's just himself, I always felt like every time I saw him work and everything else, I always felt like he was a lesser version of him. And uh, now he's finally being him and, and letting us into who he is and it, and it works. It's magic. And, and uh, you know, he's been on fire lately and I can't say enough good stuff about him. As a, as a talent and a human being, so I'm 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 extremely happy for him, and that's again not to take away from anybody else in the match, but he's earned the spot for sure. And and you know I want to go to, to yeah thanks while while we're on it too, and then I'll get to the next question. But uh, you know I want to talk because it hasn't been brought up yet. But EO and Dakota, I just thought EO and Dakota tore it up tonight and continue the legacy of NXT. It, it's just amazing to me that the women almost now in NXT can go out there and almost raise the bar every single time they're in the ring. Somebody like Dakota Kai can go out there and do what she does at the level, at that level with Yoshirai and 
just tear it up and people are like, yeah, that's what they do in NXT. It's what the women do. You know, it's become the normal thing. And you can look at the talent that have come through here. You can look at the talent that are here now um, and, and the talent that will be here in the future. And man, I, I just, it's hard for me to put in words how good the women's division and the, and the women have been across the board, the athletes, what they do, all of it, and how, and how big that's been from EO and Dakota tonight and Rhea and Raquel just coming in and having a quick moment at the end. But like, man, you felt that, um, when you get on the other side of it and, and you start to look back at all the other stuff, man, and you can just, you can make a list of just athlete after athlete after athlete in that women's division that just has raised the bar consistently, uh, for 30 takeovers. Now it's been amazing. I totally agree. Yeah, I and totally a lot of exciting things. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, we'll do uh, two more questions, and then we'll get ready for SummerSlam tomorrow in the Thunderdome. And next we'll go to Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated. Thank you, Paul. Hey, Justin. Back in the show. Hey, good evening. Thank you so I much. I have a question more closely connected to the show, but before I ask, was there an official statement on Morrow missing tonight's takeover? Uh, Morrow just wasn't available tonight. Um, and, and, you know, the, the great thing for me is good Corey Graves. <laughs> but since we announced TakeOver 30, you know, Corey Graves did commentary on the first one, and, he, and he's been wearing me out about uh, about doing commentary on this one uh, since we first mentioned it. And um, no more was unavailable, and, and here we are. And I thought he did a phenomenal job. I thought he, Vic, and, and uh, Beth did an amazing job. And, um, you know, I thank him for being here and, and thank him for wanting to be here because – uh, you know, like I said, he did the first one. It was so meaningful to him. I mean, j- just for him getting done last night and, you know, big day tomorrow and all that. But he, he man, when I tell you he was wearing me out about being here, he was wearing me out. So it was awesome. <laughs> well, the question I guess kind of connects because two to me cornerstones at NXT, Sasha and Bailey were present for the show tonight, which, which I thought meant a lot. Uh, it's been five years since their classic takeover match, one that set a new standard across pro wrestling. What did their presence at tonight's show? Take over 30 symbolized for you. Uh, man, so I break this down a lot of times to passion. And the thing that I respect the most is anybody that is super passionate about this. It, it really just, it sticks with me. And when people like Sasha and Bailey, it doesn't matter what we're doing. If they're in town and they're here, I, I know I will get a text during that day from one of the two of them saying, Hey, can we come by tonight um, to say hello, to see everybody? And Hey, if you want to put us in a show, we'd love to do something too. Oh, by the way, if you want us to work, we're happy to do that too. Oh, by the way, if you need us there on Wednesday, we'll show up for that too. (laughs) You know I mean? They just, they love this and um, their passion to want to come here and be a part of it and, contribute to it and contribute to the future of it. And they come here and they see everybody that's here. And man, you know, just seeing them lights me up when they're here. It really does. Um, Drew McIntyre, same thing. You know, th- th- these are the people that, um, you know, I did, I did uh, some ESPN media with Drew McIntyre yesterday. And then, you know, as we were getting on the phone to do it, the first thing he said to me is, Hey, can I come to take over? You know, it, it, it's that level of passion of people that you know, they don't have to, they just want to. They want to be a part of it. They want to be here. They want to be engaged in it. And, and that, to me, is, is awesome um, to want 
to do it, to have the passion to do it and to want to, whether it's give back or be a part of it or just witness it or be here and see it, you know, um, that, that, that's the stuff that I love. And I get, there's a lot of talent. And so trust me, there's a lot of talent that call and would love to be here tonight. And they were like, oh, I don't get in until after the show or, Oh, I got to do this media thing. So I can't be there. But man, if I get done early, I'm going to come by, you know, is that okay? And can you, can you make sure security, you know, lets me in a lot or, Hey, do I, do I, you know, is medical still going to be there? Cause you know, in this time we all got to check in right and everything and, and go through the process. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's awesome to see that, that level of passion from the talent, the pride that they take in NXT of, of what they went through when they were here, their fond remembrance of it and, and what it means to them. And then they're wanting to give back to that next gen and also come back here and be a part of it. You know, I, I can't tell you how many talent have come here that, that went through this. And if they come back here to full sail, uh, I just, just happened to me a, a few weeks ago with somebody that was here and, and they just said, Oh my God, like I'm, I'm more nervous about this than I then for pay-per-views and stuff like that. I hadn't been here in so long. It's such a great place. And, and, I don't know, it just brings back memories for them. So that, that to me, it means everything. Everything. I appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Justin. Okay, next question will be our final one. And that question will come from Brad Lewis, News Hub. Thanks for your time today, Paul. How are you? Hey, Brad. I'm good. How are you? Very, very good. Hey, um, look, uh, you stole my thunder a bit, talked about Dakota, um, and I might be a little bit biased, but um, I really think there was a star-making performance um, from her tonight. Uh, just tell me a little Couldn't bit, agree more. a little bit about her development, um, especially since the heel turn um, last year. She's really developed her character. She hung with arguably the best woman's wrestler on the planet tonight and, and really made a star of herself. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, to see her growth and development from the sort of person that came in here that was just comfortable being the friend of the other people to the, the person that was, you know, um, in, in some ways, like we, we did the, the, the creative where she was petrified of Shayna Baszler because you could almost see it in her that she was intimidated by a lot of the, the bigger stuff and you, you could almost see it in her face in her eyes. And, and I was like, well, we're just going to run with that, you know? Um, but to see where she's come to where she is now to see her step into it herself and to see her go out there, you know, week after week and put on great performances to, to see her get the microphone and, and, uh, and cut promos that are great. And to see her go out there tonight. And as you said, Io Shirai, arguably, um, you know, and, and, and this is, I mean, this across the board for everybody, you know, you can make the argument that she's the greatest female performer today in ring um, to go out there and hang with her at that level and do an amazing job with it. And I think there were, you know, to make you believe it's awesome. Can't say enough good stuff about her and her growth. Likewise with Raquel Gonzalez, you know, to, to see the shift that she has gone from just the sort of nervous performer to all of a sudden being this giant badass force behind Dakota Kai and you believe it and you feel it and she believes it and she feels it. And then Rhea Ripley comes out there like a force of nature and the two of them squaring off. Like to me, it just in that brief moment, star making star making moment for both of them. Um, those are, those are special things. And, and again, 
hats off to Dakota Kai, um, just earning it every step of the way. And, and she had a win or, win or lose, man. She had a star-making night across the board. She she is a player, absolutely, and one of the best uh, in-ring female performers in the world, bar none. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. And when all this COVID's over, bringing NXT to New Zealand, mate, so we can see her in person. FTF. I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. All right, folks, got to wrap up. Wrestle talks. I'll turn it back over to Paul just for a few closing comments. Hey, um, so I want to thank everybody for being a part of this and, and being part of the call. I thought we had an epic night tonight, and, and we pretty much covered everything match-wise and everything else. I want to put over the staff and the crew here for what we did and, and our partners here at Full Sail because – you know, um, they 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 make it possible for us to do what we do here. And no matter what we ask them, it's like, absolutely, let me figure out how we can do it. Man, they they I cannot say full sale one is just a it is a hub for what we do behind the scenes and what they teach these kids here is amazing. The college itself, amazing. But from partners for us, there is no better partner on the planet. Full sale can't say it enough. And then on that topic, I would like to say, I read some speculation, you know, about uh, Joe Belcastro that has been the lead writer of NXT for a long period of time. And he has, and we have a great team here. Um, and, and Joe has made amazing contributions to, to NXT. And I want to thank him for that because uh, he's going to move on to some other things. He had, you know, much like everybody, he had some dreams that he wanted to try to accomplish in life. And um, he found himself here in a position where if he didn't leave now and try to do those other things, he was like, I will never do it because I love it here so much. And I, I, you know, I don't want to kick myself years from now down the road for never taking the shot of trying to do these other things. Um, So that's the hardest thing in the world to do is give up something you love to try to accomplish something else that you love. My hat's off to him, all the respect in the world. Thank him for his accomplishments here. Um, he moves on to, to different things, um, and hopefully he succeeds at those. But if he doesn't, the door's always open because once you're NXT, you're always NXT, and he's welcome back here at any time. He's been a big part of this, but the team that, that is behind him, he's done a great job of, of, uh, of having everybody um, ready and, and willing and able to, to go to that next level. So we won't miss a beat. Um, it will be awesome, and uh, thank him again for his contributions. Good luck with his future. And like we say in the business, it's, it's never goodbye. It's a see you down the road. Uh, Joe Belcaster will see you down the road. And with that, I will wrap this up. Thank you all for 30 amazing takeovers, for participating always in this. And, um, again, like I said before, I cannot wait to be able to do this with all our fans in person, to be able to do these media events after with all of you in person and, uh, and just see everybody because it truly is the lifeblood of what we do. We all do it together. Um, and I can't wait for that, for that day to come. So thank you very much. And, uh, see you down the road. Thanks everybody. Have a great night. Enjoy summer fun tomorrow. Thanks again. FTF everybody. Goodbye. Again, that does conclude today's conference.